Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are true stories sent in by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Okay, hi Gabbers. Welcome back. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We are grateful for you Mm -hmm. Gabbers here in this season of gratitude. Sure. And as we get into the holiday season, but yeah, we're not getting into our holiday episodes yet. Um, We are going to do an episode that we've done before, but it's been a while. Your Mm -hmm. celebrity interactions. Yes. And I'm jealous because I want more celebrity interactions. I know. What the heck? I guess I don't rub elbows with the right people. (laughs) I guess they don't hang out in TJ Maxx. Not Uh (laughs) in Brigham City, Utah Mavericks. But before we get into that, I do have a someday Someday you'll laugh about about this moment. Do you? I actually do. So you hit me with yours first. Okay. So obviously Thanksgiving, we hosted my in-laws and, you know, hosting, no matter how prepared you think you are. Oh, no, no. There's always, it just ends up being like chaotic Mm -hmm. in the time leading up to it. And so I had even set my table the night before. I mean, everything was pretty. You were on it. Yeah. My husband did the turkey. It was fantastic. All this stuff. But of course, something just. It's just things start going wrong or maybe I started trying to do other things. That's a typical trait for our family. (laughs) And um, anyway, my- You tried to stain the banister? (laughs) Does that that sound familiar? I think it was more like getting some finishing touches up because I decided to just put my Christmas up. Okay. So I think it was more of that fiddling (laughs) to steal a word from our mother with that. Don't worry. I have stained our banister as we headed out of town. Right. But I wasn't taking forever. I just thought- we're all going to be gone, so no little hands are going to rub up against stain. Makes total sense. It, so it makes a lot of sense, but I got some flack for it. But you were running through airport security. So in the middle of it, my daughter comes upstairs, and she started grabbing paper towels. She's like, well, we we spilled. And we're like, spilled what? Anyway, yeah. bottom line, this is how the story goes, according to my children. <laughs> About a week prior to this, okay. when my kids were getting ready for school, my son thought it would be funny to squirt my daughter with his cologne. Oh like gosh. we should have like kids cologne. Okay. He's in fifth grade. We're getting to like the mild deodorant, mild cologne <laughs> face, you know. And so he spritzed her with it and it made mm-hmm. her mad. So she's been holding on to this for Some a week. Some Aspen musk never hurt anyone. <laughs> so she's been holding on to this for a week or more. And so they're brushing each other's teeth. They're brushing their, their <laughs> own teeth. Sorry, we don't do that. We're semi-normal. They were brushing their teeth, but they have two sinks in that bathroom. But do mm-hmm. you think that's enough? Do you think that that would mean – you would think it would mean – they will peacefully use their own sinks. Yeah. But my son decided to aggravate my daughter by brushing his teeth over at the same time while she's trying to brush her teeth okay. in the same sink. Mm-hmm. Totally dumb. Totally sibling <laughs> yeah. behavior. Yeah. So she gets mad and pulls out her perfume Oh, to get it and be like, go to your own sink, you know, and starts to spray it. Mm-hmm. And grab the perfume bottle back and forth, back and yeah. forth. And then boom, it flew Flew. It's a glass bottle. We have the opening scene of the Nutcracker happening. A hundred percent. Not even <laughs> Clara close and to being Fritz. as adorable. Okay. So then my husband's like, hey, wait, what spilled? She's like, my perfume spilled, you know? And she's like, <laughs> well, it really actually shattered. It shattered. And Andy's like, what the heck? And so Andy goes downstairs and I hear him be like, <laughs> like losing it. And he's starting to pick up the glass. And then I hear him be like, gosh, dang it. And he cut his hand Oh no! on glass. So he's bleeding. Oh no. And there's like stinging perfume getting in his cut <laughs> and there's perfume everywhere. So my whole basement no. smelled like. It was on the carpet? No. Okay. Good. But it chipped our tile. Really? Mm-hmm. That bottle of like unicorn mist or whatever yeah, it was. It chipped our tile. No way. And so we're mad. 
<laughs> and your husband cut his hand. Sorry. It's just your what? Your husband cut his hand. It would not stop bleeding. It was like a pretty decent cut. I can go with my, I can tell mine too. Um, so I have mainly been working from home, which has been really nice, but I go in, I probably have only been going in every once a month or, or once every month and a half Mm -hmm. into, into KSL when they need me to anchor. And so it's been a while since I worked and the traffic person was different than the usual traffic person. Okay. But however, I do know. Lots of fill-ins I do know this guy though. I do know him. Like we've worked together before, but it's probably been six months or more since I've worked with him. And I just like totally blanked mm-hmm. on his name. Yeah. But he's like, hey, Britt, how are you? And all this stuff. And I was like, oh, crap. That's the sign that you can't ask. Absolutely. So I run around the corner to the producer and I go, I'm so dumb. Remind me of his name. I know his name. Yeah. The traffic guy's name. It's just, I haven't seen him for a long time and I haven't been into work for a long time. Mm-hmm. So my producer goes, it's so-and-so. Mm-hmm. I was like, perfect. Okay. Well, hopefully he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I don't think he does. So anyway, what you're supposed to do is toss the traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, you get done, yeah. you know, with the news and then you say, back to you, Mark. Yes, or whatever. yes, yes. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, here's so-and-so with traffic. And he goes, actually, this is so-and-so. <gasps> my producer accidentally gave me the wrong name also. Oh my gosh. So on air, I totally said this guy's wrong name. Multiple of us forgot this guy's name. Oh, no. I know. And I felt so dumb. Can we get this kid a name tag? I know. And I just go, right when I said it and then we like went to commercial, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so stupid. He's like, it's okay. I just like told him I went on autopilot. Yeah. And um, so the name that you were given sounded like a sub name. Was I was it, like, oh, right. But was right. it anybody's name that works Yes. There? Yes. Okay. That's more understandable. Uh-huh. Okay. I was like, if it was just nobody, that's bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I just look out the window my producer and he's just like oh my gosh gosh. like we both it's on you man that's on you we both really i'm just messed this up yeah and of course it's on air (laughs) so anyway that was my sunday you'll laugh about this moment i hate that oh absolutely i don't know if i shared this on the podcast before but i did one time go about two years calling someone the wrong name to their face to their face you have not shared this. And did they ever, like, how did you find out? So I was in class. It was like, I was like a senior in high school. So I had known this girl for a couple of years. <gasps> and I said, hey, Amanda. Hmm? I was like, can I borrow a pencil? And she's like, yeah. So she gives me a pencil. My oh friend my, my friend leans over to me and goes, um, <laughs> I need a pencil. And I said, I just had to borrow one from Amanda. And she goes, who's Who? Amanda? And I said, her. And I like pointed <laughs> up and she goes, her name's Megan. And I was like, and I just went like on fire. I was like, I have been calling this girl, Amanda, Amanda. for two years since we were sophomores in high school. She has never corrected me. I didn't even know what to say. (laughs) I just started calling her her right name aggressively. Like every time we had a conversation, I was like, hey, Megan. Hey, Megan. How's it going, Megan? Thanks again (laughs) for letting me borrow the pencil, Megan. Megan. Okay. Well, let's get into this. Like you were saying, some of you guys are having – are pretty regular celebrity interactions. Right. Not regular as in normal, as in regular <laughs> yeah. on a normal basis. Right, right. And I just don't have that many. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. not in high enough places or something. But a lot of these, I mean, some of them are saying they saw, ran into them at some random place. Place. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like I, you know, we know my story about me running in like Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. Like I keep running into celebrities that, I mean, it's fine, but it's not anything that I'm like, oh, that's a bucket list situation. Uh-huh. Or like yeah. we have friends that we told it in our lot in, in one episode about our friends 
whose first kiss were like was both her and her sister were the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, and it's like that's epic. You guys, like, I'm not even that close of friends with them. I was well, I was like it with one of them, mm-hmm. but. But, like, I will still tell people that story. Yes. It's like, like your claim to my fame. My friend. Twice removed. Yeah. Like, my, my friend, sister's friend. Who was a couple years younger than me yeah. in school. <laughs> her first kiss was a Jonas brother. And it was her boyfriend for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And people were like, what? And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, like, my celebrity story is hers. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. I think it's funny, though, because typically – so let's say you're going to like a meet and greet, like our friends that kiss like the Jonas Brothers. Like if you go Brothers, to like you are anticip- backstage. Yes, yeah. you're anticipating it. You're maybe a little bit prepared. To meet them at to least. To meet them. Not but to even, kiss and become boyfriend, girlfriend. Right. But even then, you know, you think you haven't planned out what to say and sometimes it just doesn't work out. But mm-hmm. that especially happens if you do run into them in the wild. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. Not, you're not prepared. prepared at all. So this listener said she was living in LA about six years ago and she went running a lot through the Hollywood Hills. Oh, I mean, that was, I would do that too. Britt would do that. Get discovered. Just... We would like pull over and be like, you're just what we're looking we're for. Exactly what we're looking for. I don't know if you gabbers know it. Almost mid 30 year old, 5'3. Yeah. Medium build. Sweating, <laughs> sweating a lot. Um, no, I don't know if you guys know this, but I actually, it's on my bucket list to be in a movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to be the lead. No, just I won't ex- be. Like an extra. No, a little beyond extra. You want some lines? I want a line or two. Okay. And I want it to be a memorable one. Like you're the funny lady. Like I want to be the lady that's like, fly, turbo man, use your jetpack. Or the happy Thanksgiving back. back. Okay. Which she ended up on Grey's Anatomy. But I'm not looking for fame and fortune. Mm-hmm. I just want a one-line thing mm-hmm. on a movie that I deliver well, that's memorable. <laughs> or, okay, I was watching. Is she whole- asking for the moon, you guys? No, no I don't think so. Just it feels, feels like that she has a lot of requests. But it's like on the holiday. There's a part where she's checking out at the market like, and the lady someone's, goes, someone's it's like, having a party tonight. <laughs> and I'm like, that's all I want. That's seriously all I want. Okay. Okay. So anyway, this listener was running through the Hollywood Hills one day and she went across the street and a car almost ran into her. And when she says almost ran into her, she means it like her hands. She like, you know how in the movies and the, the movies on the, on the hood of the yeah. car, she touched the car like, bah, like to stop it. That's so scary. it almost hit her. Right. And um, <laughs> she was about to get way mad. Yeah. Watch where you're going. The person rolled down their window to say sorry, uh-huh. and it was Jonah Hill. Oh, wow. Do you know who that is? Yes. And she said she was shocked to see him, and so she didn't really say anything. <laughs> she just ran. Mm-hmm. She just ran off like like a deer that gets hit. Yes. Just, just limping away. Just limping away. <laughs> and he was probably like, uh, hi, are you going to sue me at some point? Or yeah. Or can I exchange info? Yeah. So she just said, had that freezing moment, mm-hmm. took off, just yeah. kept on running. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. But it's like, you aren't expecting, to I mean, see... maybe you should be a little because you're running in the Hollywood oh. Hills, uh-huh. but there's a lot of non-famous people, people in yeah. Hollywood. I don't know that I would have reacted any differently. Um, well, sometimes you freeze or do weird stuff, even if it's not a super famous person, mm-hmm. um, like a local celeb. Well, that's what happened to me with Mitt Romney. Like, I didn't Mitt think Romney I was- is incredibly famous. I know, but I didn't- <laughs> I didn't think I would, I would say all girl over him. And right, it's not like true. I was like ooing and aahing. I'm just saying I didn't think I'd have an issue right. talking with him. Yeah, it's not like he's and in I sync. did. Yeah. yeah, if yeah, I would have passed out if it was in sync. But if I had, I thought I go up. I I just told myself I knew he was going to be in the building when I was running events, and I didn't mm-hmm. get to do his event. I was doing a wedding that day, and I just told myself if I cross paths with him, I'm going to go shake his hand. Mm-hmm. Say it's nice to meet you. Good luck. 
yeah. with your presidential run because mm-hmm. he was running for president at that time. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's incredibly famous. Right. I would say all of America knows who he is. Right. Because he was one of the names on know. the ballot. And so I I think it's because I stuck my hand out <laughs> and he didn't see me stick my hand out. So then I was like, what do I do? Abort mission, plan B. But then I'm just going to stand here and B. have non-audible like things come out, like your non like words come mm-hmm. out. And I was like, I, 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 I. and then he just kept walking. And this, yeah, this banquet <laughs> server was by me. He was like, oh boy, that was bad. But I had a listener write in and he was um, working at a hospital and it was in a college town. Mm-hmm. And um, he was, he was in college. He was working as, at a hospital because he wanted, you know, some stuff to put on his like med school applications. And so speaking like the local celebrity. So this was like a, one of the basketball players, like one of the star basketball players at this college. Okay. So anybody who did not go to college there may not even recognize right. the name. Or if you didn't follow follow college basketball even remotely, you know, yeah. closely, maybe you wouldn't even know. But this guy was a fan. Okay. So he is going from one floor to another mm-hmm. to get a wheelchair to bring down to a patient. Okay. And he goes to get off this elevator to go get the wheelchair on this floor and he sees said basketball guy that he's a fan of okay coming toward the elevator Mm -hmm. so instead of leaving the elevator to go get the wheelchair he just freezes Mm -hmm. and the guy is like are you coming out or are you going to go up and and he didn't say are you having a stroke (laughs) well because normally when you see someone in there like stopping you would you like oh they're coming out so then i can get in right but he was like are you going up and he just nodded so he's like abandoned <laughs> whatever he was doing. Right. And he so goes. So no, that was not his original plan. No. But now it is. Now it is. He's going to ride the elevator. Right. But he. <laughs> to the 17th floor and back. So no, for real. So the guy gets in and presses like top floor. Oh no. And this candy striper, whatever he's doing, starts just riding up to the very top floor. He's like, what floor are you going to? Same. He didn't even say that. Oh. He just was like, okay, I guess this guy's in here and he'll press the button <laughs> he needs to press if right. he needs to. Right. And he wasn't. So the, so the basketball players are like, okay, I'll just do what I need to do. In his mind, this this candy striper guy, I'm not sure that's a real job, but it's, it's just, yeah. you know, this college guy, he's like, I'm going to say something like, hey, big fan of yours, or you had a great game last week, or right. anything. He can't make it happen. And <laughs> the words aren't coming. No. So he just rides in total silence. Right. The basketball player gets off on the top floor. He stays in. Yeah. And then presses the button back down to the floor right. that he was in to go get. So it's very obvious if the basketball player guy is uh-huh. like paying any attention, he's like, he obviously rode that elevator just, just to, to ride, ride with, with me and say zero words. Any at any point he could have pushed a button and, and, and gotten off. off. Uh-huh. But he didn't. <laughs> so that's embarrassing. So he's like, so then I had to ride all the way back down, get the wheelchair, right. get back into the elevator to go back to the floor where my the patient, patient is was. like dead at this point. Like <laughs> They were supposed they to be tried, wheeling them off to like they triage. They tried to like make it themselves because yeah. it's taking right. – they're on the ground. And they've fallen and they can't get up. <laughs> we'll keep on with like the uh, tongue-tied moments. Okay. And mm-hmm. I think the other thing – so I met Kelly Pickler with my husband. And I don't know if we talked about this on the last episode. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing is is most of us, or at least this is how I feel, I don't want to come off as overzealous. Right. You don't want to be like weird. a crazy person. But then you don't want to seem underwhelmed like – ungrateful oh, to be meeting them. Is like, it Kelly Pickler? Yeah, is what that did you right? say your name was? I've never even heard your songs, you know? When we went to meet her, we went to pose for a picture and I wasn't sure, like, I was trying to be aware of, like, her space mm-hmm. and, like, not get really in close. But if you look at the picture, I should probably post it. My husband was right on in there. <laughs> like, I've got probably... 10 inches between us mm-hmm. and kind of have my arm and he, are they are body to body. He is snuggled right in there. Yeah. And I look at the picture. I'm like, oh, dang. 
I know you like a Southern accent, but like, really, honey, I'm right here. But he just was like, what? It was like, get in for a picture. This, it's a normal meet and greet pose, Allison. Apparently, I didn't get the memo, but I think I overanalyzed that. And that's probably how You're a lot like, of us feel. You're like, it's probably weird to get like two body to body. Right. Uh-huh. But he didn't feel that way, apparently. So this listener, um, she wanted to meet and greet with Luke Bryan. Oh, pretty cool. Yeah. I love me some Luke Bryan. And she said, he's very famous. According to this listener, she said she wasn't new to meeting celebrities. Oh, wow. She does it all the time. Oh, wow. Okay. And it doesn't face her. So wow. I'd like to know. I've said a lot of wows. I know. But I just, I've, I'm impressed. Yeah. I don't, I'm just curious. Yeah. Questions. I have questions. Um, so she said she got up to Luke and OMG, she couldn't talk. She just couldn't find words. <laughs> and he said, so you having a good time at the festival? <laughs> good, good. Great Luke Bryan impression, Allison. Thank you. And she said, her response was, yeah, boot. What? Because she wanted him to sign her boot. But that's all. She was like, yeah, boot. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Boot. Like, two no. words. That's like a two-year-old. Yeah. Boot? Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> so then he went to take a picture with her. And she had, like, an open back halter top on. And mm-hmm. he put his hand, like, around her. Right. And touched her skin. Skin to skin with Luke Bryan. So then she froze even more and was shaking, like, physically oh, no. shaking. Oh, no. And he said, are you okay, baby? And and called, hold on, Luke Bryan called her baby. He called her baby, but that's Whoa. kind of like a southern thing. Like, you're right, baby, baby yeah. girl, you know, baby girl. And so she said it was awkward and it was terrible. <laughs> now, questions. Um, a couple things. If I'm a okay, it's hard to know what you do. There are some celebrities out there. Keanu Reeves being one. There's um, there's been a few that have come out and said that when they pose for pictures with women, particularly, mm-hmm. they will not put their arm around them. Uh-huh. They will, and you'll see it. Their Keanu Reeves always has his hands out or in his pockets because they don't want anybody accusing them of grabbing their ASS or anything like that. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they want everything above board and they don't yeah. want any hanky panky. That makes perfect sense. Right. Because it's like, let's say he just casually was like putting his arm there and then all of a sudden it's like bareback and it's like uh-huh. he wasn't, you know, no, and then he's touching skin and then, I mean, this girl sounds like she was more than fine with it, but <laughs> there could have been a girl that was like, he touched my back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's interesting to me how some celebrities will just get on in there mm-hmm. and snuggle. Yeah. And then other ones that are like, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to avoid any sort mm-hmm. of look. That but also bad. like. Can you imagine strangers coming up in droves wanting to snuggle? That would, that would be, be so, so weird. Uncomfortable. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, I don't know. I just think germs and curves and <laughs> weirdos. Yeah. There's just. Brit singing of the germs. I'm thinking of the weirdos. Well, yeah. I mean, whether or not someone's got the flu or, mm-hmm. you know, lice or. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. That would be really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, But it kind of goes right into this next story. Okay. Uh, this listener met Donnie Osmond. <laughs> and uh, have you seen the video of Jennifer Garner meeting Donnie Osmond? No. So apparently she's quite a big fan <laughs> and grew up like singing his songs. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure Jennifer Garner is like from the Midwest, like very like normal upbringing, right. all the things. And so she's at a birthday lunch and whoever she was with. Is this her as a famous person? Yes. Oh, this okay. was like okay. a year ago. Okay. And she put on this her Instagram. Like, well, it's kind of like um, that talk show that Emma Stone thinks she's going to meet some Spice Girls. Yeah. Have you seen yes. that clip? Yes. And like Emma Stone is incredibly famous, but incredibly. she starts freaking out. Arguably more famous than the Spice Girls currently. Right. And she starts like literally almost getting teary eyed thinking that they're going to bring the Spice Girls out. Right. So guys, celebrities, they fangirl hard. Right. Right. And so Jennifer Garner, she's at this lunch for, I think it's like around her birthday. So she's with like a friend or a mom or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they arranged it. Oh, wow. And so okay. he comes up behind her and like, 
touches her shoulders and Mm -hmm. she like melts and like looks up and then they stand up and she hugs him and he starts singing and she starts singing and swaying like swaying with him. I'm a little bit country. I'm a (laughs) A little little bit rock and roll. And she's having like a total fangirl moment. She's way famous. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's so funny to me that they still. Fangirl. Yeah. So anyway, this girl was on her mission and apparently Donnie's son served a mission with her. Okay. And so they came to the mission and did a music tour. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's go, let's go rally the troops. You know, this is the, the God's army. That's what we yes. mean by troops. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like I the, mean, what's the, the USO, USO tour. tour. This is our own version. and CTR tour. <laughs> and um, so she goes, the members loved it, BTW. Yeah. Of course. Of yeah. course. He's a, he's a Mormon celeb. She said that there are huge fans of him over in Holland. Random. Who knew? Right. Her, the, his son, Donnie's son goes to her and says, you should take a pic with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he and her had been in the MTC together, so they were kind of buds in the the mission and thought, you know, my parents should meet you, take a picture, yada, yada. So she stands next to Donnie. And they (laughs) say... Donnie. Donnie. And they say, one, two. And then right when they get to three, he puts his arm around her and tickles her ribs. Oh. Right before... Donnie. Right before... Dirty dog. That's a little bit of rock and roll yeah, right there. Yeah, I guess. He wasn't lying. <laughs> yeah, right when they do three, he tickles her so that it's like a laughing yeah. fun pick. She goes, it was the most PDA I'd had in a long yeah. time. Yeah, you're not even allowed to hug No, the, your the sisters. She was pr- bright red. Yeah. And they all laughed and thought it was funny. And she goes, mm-hmm. I did too, but mm-hmm. she was just kind of shocked. Mm-hmm. She And she said that they were doing this meet and greet with a lot of people and they were so nice. And treat, they, Donnie and his wife treated everyone like a friend. But I'm like... So Donnie Osmond tickled you. Yeah, that's like you open with that. You open with that. So my celebrity story is Donnie Osmond. I got Os- tickled by, by Donnie Osmond. Osmond. She needs a t-shirt that says that. Oh I was gosh, tickled by Donnie, Donnie Osmond. Osmond. You get, you such, get a converse, such a conversation starter. Oh, totally. I mean, Can whether- we make her one and send it to her? <laughs> I was like, holy moly. That's but th- that is a weird thing to do. Yes, it is a weird thing to do. It takes takes a confident man. I mean, I, I would imagine that confident. Donnie is a confident man. Right. Just from what I've seen. Right. But. <laughs> All right. And- <laughs> this listener, they said she and her friend, they were in New York going to see Adam Driver in a play. Just as it was about to start, she's facing her friend, one of the girls, she's facing her friend and she sees a few women, one row behind her kind of walking toward them. And so she just kind of glances up. Well, it was Nicole Kidman. Whoa. That's big. That is big. She turned to her friend and said, holy sh... Nicole Kidman <laughs> is right there. Yeah. So they phase forward and start to whisper whether they should turn around or not. Yeah. And the one friend says, we have to. Like, we we have to. She's right behind us. I think, I think so, too. Right. So they turn around, and she's now seated directly behind them. And they just quickly, sounds like casually, <laughs> tell her how much they love her. <laughs> Um, I love you so much. I'm trying to be so cool, but we love you. Yeah, but like, I love you so, so much. (laughs) And she said, then they proceeded to die. And they could, it was probably pretty hard to focus on the play at that point. Yes, because you know, Nicole Kidman's eyes are like boring into the back of your head. And you're like, how does my hair look? Does she want to be my best friend after (laughs) this? How can we make this happen? Does she want to eat after this? Like, should we go grab some din together? (laughs) So she said, at the end of the play, they admitted to each other that they laughed especially hard at the parts that Nicole thought were so funny. (laughs) Nicole was laughing, so we were, started laughing. Yeah, they were taking their cues from Nicole. Holy. And she, I love that she's just calling her only Nicole. Like, it's <laughs> weird to be like, Nicole, not Kidman. Like, yeah, at the yeah. end. Well, she almost doesn't seem like a Nicole. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to say, yeah, you have to say the full name. Right. So she said. She seems fancy. So she said, we've talked about this before, a little uh-huh. icy, a little, yeah. little fancy, a little hard to reach. And But she said her friend also was complaining of a sore back because she realized she was crouching in low in her seat so that Nicole could have a good view. <laughs> like she's like. I'm 5'11". I think she yeah. can see over you. She's trying not to obstruct Nicole's view. I'm like, Nicole had the cash to buy better tickets if she wanted. Right. Honestly, though, they could not have seen a better person while they were together because as kids, they probably watched Moulin Rouge a thousand times together yes. and they made music videos of the songs that, and they loved mm-hmm. it so much. So it was just like so serendipitous because mm-hmm. they Absolutely. were together. That was mm-hmm. like something they shared. And then they turn around and there is Satine. <laughs> Would you be like... Someday I'll fly away. We could be heroes just for one day. You, you would be me. Can we be the Ewan McGregor? Yeah. And can you be Satine? And it it would honestly just make our life if we could play the Elephant Love Song medley during intermission. That would make my, I would, I would love to do that. Right. Um, (laughs) And I'd love to see if she sounded as good as she does in the movie, Mm -hmm. like in person. But I do think that, um. Like, do you ever wonder about those people? So, you know, people who were on The Office that became wildly famous, and that's like their only thing that they've really done that's mm-hmm. notable. Mm-hmm. And so do you think they get so sick of, like, people saying the same things to them? Like, don't you think that they probably walk up and say some one-liner or a musician that had like mm-hmm. a one-hit, like Vanilla Ice? Do you think yeah. they're so sick of people being like, Ice, Ice, baby, when they meet him? I, they shouldn't be. I know, because <laughs> don't bite the hand that feeds you. Because, and there's some people that totally lean into it. Like yeah. the kid that played Dranko Malfoy. Yeah. Like I think Emma Watson, like Daniel Radcliffe and all those guys, they kind of are trying to like leave those Harry Potter roots behind. Yeah. They want to be taken Hence seriously. why Harry... AKA Daniel Radcliffe did like a nude play first fresh out of Harry Potter. Gross. No, he really, I think he did a play in, in Europe nude. in the nude. And uh-huh. it was like, everyone was like, whoa, this is a far departure like a turn from, <laughs> from Harry, you know, from Hogwarts. And we saw his Slytherin, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and so I do think it's funny when it, that shall not be named. Okay. I, I would, I, I, it shall not be named or talked about ever again. <laughs> I do think it's weird. I think it's like you have to appreciate what built you. No. So like Draco, his Instagram is like full of like Harry Potter stuff. Harry Potter stuff. And he's like totally leaning in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My eyebrows went up as I read this one. Okay. So this listener said that she was at Disneyland with her high school drill team and they were headed to Space Mountain when she saw a dad with a couple of kids and they walked right past her like inches. Mm Mm-hmm. He had a baseball hat on, and she just remembers thinking, wow, that's a hot dad. She goes, If the high school girls, if you're getting their heads to turn. Yeah, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, then she saw Posh Spice what? walk right up. Then she realized that hot dad was David Beckham. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and again, how do you not be like, if you want to be my lover. Like, bend like Beckham. Yeah. Like- I mean. <laughs> You just sorry shout about, out. It's like Sorry Tourette's. about that. Sorry about that. It's like celebrity Tourette's. That was really stupid. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Um, dang. David Beckham. Guess who I saw at Disneyland? The big brother on Everybody Loves Raymond. The one with the really deep he's voice. He's cool. But he was far away. You would have thought he was David Beckham <laughs> with the amount of security that they had around him. And I was trying to take a picture. This Disney cast member was not having it. And she's like, you need to let him be with his family. I'm like, I am 20 paces away. He, I'm he, not he doesn't even know that I'm doing kids this don't even know I'm just very discreetly and she would like go in front of my camera like move that girl and I was like you were taking your job power trip way too seriously power trip. somebody put this girl in a costume <laughs> she is taking it very seriously so anyway these guys said that the Beckhams did have a lot of security with okay. them 
escorted them through a back door onto Star Tours. Whoa. She goes, she's like, I totally would have followed them onto yeah. their next thing and just casually waited in line. I mean, you got 45 minutes at least right. next to the Beckham family. To shoot your shot. Um, but they got escorted into that special right. door. Gosh. Um, what, what celebrity status do I need to be <laughs> through the door at Disneyland? Because, wow. Uh-huh. Talk about worth it. I think that would be a really cool celebrity yes, sighting. sighting. Mm-hmm. Victoria and David Beckham. Oh, yeah. Especially, have you watched the Beckham documentary that just came out on no, Netflix? No, I haven't. You should. Oh, I'm really? torn. I... I had no idea that there were some accusations of philandering, and so that kind of put a hitch in it. But it's a very interesting because I was watching it. I was a teen when they were when they were like their relationship, but uh-huh. in Europe it was just like so big, so big. Like you mm-hmm. couldn't even. It was like the royal. They were like the royals. You yeah, know? It was so big, and I didn't know it was that big at the time. I just mm-hmm. knew him as like everyone talked about him as the hot soccer player. Yeah, I didn't know if he was even that good. And he was so good. If you watch it, it's a it's a cute, it's a good one. Okay. It's a good documentary. You should watch okay. it. Okay. Well, recently, mom actually told me about how she got her saxophone signed by Kenny G. Okay. Do you guys remember a long time ago, we talked about how we threw a surprise birthday party for our mom. Mm-hmm. And I went into her closet at home and got her saxophone that's really old and yeah. also signed by Kenny G. Right. And we thought, she's never going to notice it's gone because it's not like she busts out her saxophone every other day yeah. or even once a week. It's just kind of hit or miss. And she calls me and is like, I cannot find that saxophone. Like yeah. she was pretty upset. Yeah. And she's like, I am sick about okay. it. There is only one saxophone celebrity, really. There is and only it's one. Kenny it's G. Kenny G. And so if you like, there's not like another signature that she'll star. be able to track down. Right. It's not like you lost your autograph from Britney, but maybe someday you'll get one from Christina. Uh-huh. There's no Christina to the Kenny G of sax. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it is yeah. Kenny G and it is only Kenny G. And so I just felt so bad because I couldn't tell her that I had gone into her house. She was stressed. And and, and, taken. and taken the saxophone mm-hmm. so that we could have a cool display of her like right. cool and fun memories. And when we interesting said surprise, things. she like came in and was like, oh, my saxophone. My saxophone. Um, <laughs> anyway, so then she told me the story. So she went to this fundraiser. And this is when we lived in the Seattle area. Okay. It was a golf fundraiser. And Kenny G, I guess, is a big golfer. And so he was playing as like a celebrity in the tournament. Uh-huh. And my mom got paired up also with a celebrity, but it was someone that we didn't really know. He was from like an older sitcom. Okay. Um, and she's like, I can't remember the name of it. My Aunt Judy went with her to like mm-hmm. the after the gala at the end. Right. And what's so funny is the luncheon. Yeah. Or whatever. What's so funny is they were also having a contest, like the best costume. Mm-hmm. And so mom like took a straw hat. Oh, this Do you hat remember this? is still in existence. Yeah. She she took like Easter grass and like hot glued it to the top of this straw hat and then placed like a big wiffle golf ball on top. On, on a tee. Yeah. Right? Or something. And like then that. there's like tees lining the hat. And then she had like this um neck this like golf necklace with like tees and like a club hanging from mm-hmm. it. It was like decked out because she really wanted to win the costume contest. We come to we come to win. So she shows up and everybody else is in black tie. <laughs> <laughs> That was her Elwood's moment. That yes, was, that yes. Was mm-hmm. And not only that, but she had a goal. She brought her saxophone with her to get signed by Kenny G. I was going to say, like, did they also ask her to play the sax at the after party? But she just happened to have it in her trunk. Wink, wink. So anyway, my our aunt was like, we've got to get this signed. And my mom's like, I am in this straw hat with Easter grass on it. And everybody else is in a tuxedo. Yeah. So well, our, he'll remember you. Yeah. Our aunt, like, went up oh. to Kenny G. Yes. And was like... 
my sister brought her saxophone. Would you please sign this? Mm -hmm. So then mom kind of went up there like in her costume. (laughs) So yeah, she got her saxophone signed by Kenny G, but not without a little bit of embarrassment. Right. And she and Judy like had a powwow in the lobby. Like, what are we going to do? I can't go in there like this. (laughs) And they're like, we can't. We can't drive home. It was like yeah. 45 minutes away. Well, plus, you got to just... When else are you going to meet Kenny Kenny's going to be gone by the time you go to like a store right. and change. Right. So you just got to go for it. <laughs> go for it. I think it's funny when people get a little um, starstruck by like very B, C, D list <laughs> what do you, yeah, like, celebs. But that's you. Yeah. But I think it's funny. So this listener said... She was probably 13 and she was at Olive Garden and she saw the girl on High School Musical. And this is what's funny to me Which is that she said, she, like, the way she described her, I'm like, she doesn't even know her name in the movie. And she's still starstruck. The girl on High School Musical that plays the piano. Oh, Kelsey. There you go, Britt. <laughs> Kelsey. Sure. And so she kept telling her sister that she thought, I think that's the girl that plays the piano on High School Musical. <laughs> so they finally got brave enough to go and ask if it was her. And, we, and they said, are you the girl from High School Musical? And she's like, yeah, I am. And mm-hmm. the girl looked at her sister and goes, I knew it. And then she felt so stupid that she said, I knew it, that uh-huh. she just um, walked off. Oh, my gosh. And she just went back to her table. Kelsey's and like, said, you don't want to talk? And then the any, other sister. It's not her real name. Kelsey's the name of the character. Yes. The sister just stayed there. And she's like, I don't even know what she did. I just left her. I didn't dare look back. And she said, hashtag starstruck. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. It's funny. Like, we have these moments with these people mm-hmm. that aren't, like, that sounds rude, but, like, aren't that big of a deal? Or yeah. maybe they were. Or to you in your life at that time, they were. Like, if you're 13 and you were raised watching High School, High School Musical, Musical and they're a big this deal. feeling like no other. I want you to know. Because that's the song that Kelsey wrote. Yes. And Sharpay and... Her brother. What's the n- brother's name? I know it. I know With it. With all the hats. Yeah. And Kelsey has a lot of hats, too. They zhuzh it up for the audition. Mm-hmm. And Kelsey's like, oh, I really envisioned it like this. And then Vanessa Hutchins and um, Zach Efron are like, We thought I was alone. Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And you were always there beside me. You're even giving her grace right now. <laughs> This listener has quite a bit of tea. Okay. Because her husband, he has a job where they meet a lot of celebrities because he takes them on big hunts. Mm -hmm. Singers, actors, comedians. That's cool. All the things. So she said a couple of ones that she said are kind of notable. Jeff Foxworthy. Oh. She said is so nice and funny. Well, he seems like a good time. Right. I mean, I would think so. But it's (laughs) nice when you find out that the celebrity, the way you think they are, that they indeed are. Yeah. That's like... You don't feel fooled. I want to meet Steve Carell. I have heard... You feel that he would be just as pleasant and lovely. And I've seen all these like random little things online when he does all these videos that Mm -hmm. he is just the nicest guy. So she said Joe Rogan. Okay. Um, She said he keeps to himself, but he's very kind, not super outgoing, which is fine because he's gotten super big lately, but it is kind of surprising because he is so outspoken, mm-hmm. like in in his show and in life, he's mm-hmm. very outspoken and like speaks strongly. Yes, so and you wouldn't so, think that he would be kind of the strong, silent type, right? In right, person. but maybe that's just a kind of a character he leans into. Yeah, maybe. Or in those in those um, type of environments, he that brings it out in him. Otherwise, mm-hmm. maybe he's just a little more reserved. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott Eastwood, don't even know who that is, but it's Clint Eastwood's son. Okay, and she said. Does not respect personal space. Ooh. She thought he was hot until she met him. So wait, does she... I, I think that through it, she probably kind of helps. Okay. Because I'm like, does she things. also hide your um, hunt and guide? And so she said, he thinks he is hot stuff and is super full of himself. She's like, I think that if I would have wanted to, he would have made out with me. Like, Whoa. that's how, like, he was laying it on thick, knowing 
that, that she was the guy was his was to the man husband. with the gun over yeah. there <laughs> that probably knows how to shoot it a lot better than you a large game animal right um, um he's like doing it for a living yeah um, i'm gonna look up if he's been in, like what he's been in scott eastwood and she said that he is very like physically attractive and uh-huh. she just says she feels like he grew up knowing that he was clint eastwood's son oh well big yeah deal that he's good looking like he's very she's just not not a fan anymore it instantly uh-huh. cured her of being a fan of his uh-huh. i'm gonna look this up and see what he's in fast and the Fur- or the fate of the fast and the furious mm-hmm. and the, he played little nobody so that feels like a b-roll right right um or c Pacific Rim, the longest ride. Oh, he's like the main guy in the longest okay. ride, like a Maybe Nic- that's Nicholas like, Sparks, right, right, kind of thing. But when you're raised by a celebrity, you think you're more celebrity than you are because uh-huh. his dad's a way bigger celebrity than him. But they probably show up to every restaurant, every plane ride, every whatever, and, and with are that just last name rolled out the red carpet for them. Right. She said Chris Pratt was her absolute favorite, and I've heard this. Oh. I've heard Chris Pratt is a real nice guy, good time. She said he was super chatty, friendly, like asking That's them. what you would imagine, mm-hmm. you know, when you see him on... Um, Jurassic Park. Yeah, or like... Um, or Parks and Rec. Yeah, but even in like on um, Guardians of the Galaxy, he just seems like this fun, fun-loving, jokey kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So that's that's fun well, to know she, that that's she true. She noted that he was extremely gracious, probably one of the best ones they've met. Um, like and good that man- he was like good manners. thankful, grateful, gracious, overall, um, God... God-focused guy. So here's what I'm saying. I'm guessing. So um, Scott Eastwood would have made out with her in, in the drop of a hat. Yeah. She might have made out with Chris Pratt. In the drop of a hat. <laughs> After the way she's describing him. She's grateful. God-fearing. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Sounds like it. Hall pass. <laughs> okay. So this listener, she said this was more of a sighting than an actual interaction because she didn't dare approach. But a couple of months ago, her husband told her that Mindy Kaling was behind her at Speaking the, of the Children's office. Museum that they frequent. That's cool. Yeah. I like Mindy Kaling. Yeah. Um, so the listener, she turned around because she didn't believe him. Because she also didn't recognize her because she's like done a lot of weight loss yeah. stuff and, and things like that. But the guy next to her looked familiar. <laughs> and it turns out it was BJ Novak. Oh, my gosh. Ryan. Oh, my gosh. It's, Ryan. It's Mindy and Ryan. Oh, my gosh. Or Kelly and Ryan. Ryan. Kelly and Ryan. She goes, they were just chatting, and I'm sure very aware of the whispers happening yeah. all around them, yeah. obviously, while her children played. She thought it was so cool that they actually took the kids out rather than send the kids out with the nanny. Yeah. Um, here's my conspiracy theory. Do you think he's father of her children? Yeah. Okay. Don't you? I do. And I don't think they like know 100% that it is, but I heard that I've heard through the grapevine, aka online, that he <laughs> loves her. Yeah. Yeah. But then she has I said that their relationship was like a little toxic because okay. they were together for a bit. Right. And well, because so- I know that she she won't show her kids online, which yeah. is a lot of people don't do that. Right. And then, but I also know that like she won't divulge who the father of her kids are. Mm-hmm. And that, that's my, like, why would he be taking her kids to the, ch- I mean, if, I guess if he loves her. Right. Or if they're like, super vibes. good friends yeah. and they wanted to hang out at the children's museum. I don't know. Well, if she, if he's like, I'm in town, what are you doing? And then she's like, well, I'm taking my kids to the children's museum. And so you could come. Right. You know, we're just creating this dialogue. Yeah. We are just creating our own story. Back also, story. what town were they in? I don't know. Is it like the children's museum that's like five miles from my house? Because Britt wants to go and just hang out and wait for office characters. And just wait for Mindy Kaling. This listener said her mom met Dustin Hoffman. Oh. On a busy street when she was nannying in New York. And he offered to give her a ride in his limo. That feels sketch. 100% sketch. But she was with the family. Like, the children that <laughs> I know, she nannied like, for. 
I can't in good conscience bring these children into a vehicle of a man. Where someone might slip me a roof. <laughs> Gosh. Well, and yeah, you're like, I know him, but you don't. You don't know him. Yeah, guys. he's Hook. Yeah, he's the rain man. <laughs> but oh. she said the mother, her mom declined the offer. Yeah, you just Smart gotta on put a lot safety of levels. First. Safety first. Yeah, like you were in charge of these children. But it would have been tempting to be like, guys, do you want to yeah. ride in the limo? You want to ride in this limo? With I was getting guy? sick of walking and dragging you guys behind yeah, me. And now there's a snack. Celebrity. Yes. But she didn't get in. <laughs> That's probably for the best. I wish I would. You know, you kind of go, but what if I would have? And then we could have had a moment. Uh, well, no, just, ew, not with him. Um, just Well, who knows? Maybe her mom like liked him. True. Because this, this one maybe was a while ago. Right, right. Um, maybe it was like in the eighties. Right. And he would have been big. This was Kramer versus Kramer. This was prime Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Rain Man. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm a, I'm a big Keith Urban fan. If you want a good cry in the car, I nursed my way through a breakup. (laughs) I thought you were going to say like while you were nursing your kids, it was like Keith Urban's music that soothed you and the baby. Okay. Should I use the word? I got myself, I got myself through a breakup with the song. So take your cat and leave my sweater. sweater. We've got nothing left to weather. So but yes, I uh, got myself through a really tough breakup with that song. <laughs> so if you ever need a good cry. Uh-huh. Anyway, I went and saw him in concert with my husband mm-hmm. and his little sister, in-laws. Anyway, so we got out of the arena. We're driving and we're at a stoplight, which seemed like the eternal stoplight in the best way. Because all of a sudden, <laughs> I look over and... One car over and one behind. So, I mean, okay. just is catty corner. His friggin' tour bus. And he is sitting in the front really? seat by his bus driver, <laughs> shooting the breeze. Really? Shooting the breeze. Like He's got to come down from that post-concert high. And I'm like, there was you would hard. Think, I would be in the back passed out. Yeah. Exhausted. But he was up there and they were like laughing. And I started being like, guys, guys. Guys, 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 kid, 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 it is him. And I'm like trying not to draw attention to the other cars. Uh huh. We are a fumbling mess. We are trying to grab our digital cameras because <laughs> at this time, like, it's already in its zipper pouch. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it really was. We're trying to get it out. And I don't even know if we had cameras on our phones at this time. Uh-huh. And so we were like fumbling around, fumbling around. Oh, and my mother in law has a really nice, like, professional grade okay. camera, and it was in the trunk. Oh, of the gosh. car. She's just like, get out and get it. I'm like, no, I'm going to get, get tackled by a police officer. Downtown, because downtown we realized, traffic. We realized there's cops, cars kind of oh. like around the bus uh-huh. escorting a little bit, but not, they didn't have their lights on or anything from okay. what I remember. So we start fumbling and I'm, my husband's closest to the door. Okay. So we are laying over top of him, like <laughs> hanging out the window at this point, trying to get a picture. Uh-huh. Well, I finally get either my camera or my phone or whatever, and I'm snapping as many pictures as I can. Mm-hmm. And he starts laughing <gasps> and giggling at us. Keith Urban acknowledged you? He acknowledged my presence. And he gave us like a little wave and his and he kind of said something to his bus driver and his bus driver kind of laughed and they mm-hmm. like waved at us or whatever. Oh my gosh. And then we, and then the light was green. So people were like honky. So we just had to go. So I go to pull up my pictures. I had it on video from the concert. So every one I took was a uh, snippet video. of a video blurry because your mood kind of moving oh, in the video it. and it didn't even, you couldn't even tell it was him. Like you could barely you see You could barely tell it was a car. Tasseled hair. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, a few, I have a few highlights. I have no evidence. But he seemed in his body language 
so nice. He seemed to get a kick so out of it. So down to earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was getting a kick out of it. <laughs> he wasn't like annoyed, like, oh, wave, roll your eyes, or go yeah. to the back of – like, he was just at the front of the bus shooting the breeze. And that's how <laughs> – Like, we... you know that Keith would. Yes. I know he would, and now I know for sure. <laughs> so my sister, my sister-in-law was like, I can't believe you didn't tell this. So when we put out the question, she wrote me and was like, you have do to not tell... forget the Keith story. And what's interesting is prior to this, like years before, the reason my sister-in-law got – on such a Keith Urban kick was um, my husband's stepdad was on a plane and he sat next to him. He was like in coach. And I think this was before he really took off. He maybe was like just releasing one album. Mm-hmm. And and so my husband's stepdad, I think he said something like, you seem like you might be kind of a big deal or something. You seem famous. Do you, You're are you? pretty tan. <laughs> you got highlights in your hair. Yeah. You just have a way about you, which Reaper. I would agree with. But he basically figured out, okay, this guy is famous mm-hmm. and semi-famous. So he just said, will you sign an autograph? I've got a daughter who's like 12 and I'm sure she knows who you are and I'm mm-hmm. whatever. So she kind of found him that way. Yeah. And so both interactions that I've our family has- been here since has, the beginning, Keith. Well, both interactions that this family's had have been way positive. And so yeah. they just think the world of him. Just like Keith. Not to mention he rips on a guitar <laughs> on his concert. He is awesome live. Like I would go see him again 100% live. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, thanks for um, strolling down the Hollywood Hills with us. Yeah, it was fun. These stories never get old Mm-mm. because it's just fun to hear, A, who you run into and how, but also your reactions. Yes. Good and job. Because we would react the same way. We have reacted the <laughs> yes, same way. Yes, absolutely. Obviously. And even if you do react like an idiot, just remember, someday you'll laugh about this. All right, you guys. We are about to approach on the thick of the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to be releasing holiday episodes from here on out. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Get in the holiday spirit with us. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Let me fix my chair. Oh, good. I just got a text that says, Ever says she's not feeling well and feels like she's going to throw up. Oh, my gosh. What should we do? You have any Tums there at the school nurse's office? During intermission. Medley? Yeah. Medley. Yeah. That's not a word. Someone what did I say? Melody. What did I said medley. 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 <laughs> she's actually what this fundraiser is for. for. Uh, <laughs> but I, I was, like, not ready to get body slammed by, like, security <laughs> by exiting my vehicle. We can't keep all this in. Oh, my gosh. I've never found someone as good for me as you. I don't oh. remember. Okay. okay. I can't remember the words. As a man like you. <laughs>